What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. And I'm your host, Dwayne Stein, the Gulf South Mortgage Authority. And welcome. This is your home show where we provide education and options to everything. When it comes to your most valuable asset, your home, your largest investment, buying a home, whether purchasing, refinancing, construction, renovation, reverse mortgages, uh, anything to do with the home, this is your home show. If you're new to the show, welcome to the Gumbo Nation. For almost nine years, we've been providing education and options to folks just like you. If you want to be part of the show, 504-260-0995, or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. Dat cam on the show today. So if rates stay high, what is the cost of waiting to buy? And we're going to kind of go through some different scenarios on, hey, should you wait? Do I agree, disagree, but more, more so give you just a, a perspective to think about and to consider during these times. Uh, mid-year projections are out. Uh, so we're, we, I went back and researched a little bit of these folks that we mentioned back in the beginning of the year, and let's see how they're doing and how much have they changed and where are they at on where interest rates are going to end up compared to where they thought they were going to be in the beginning of the year. So we'll talk about that. And then, of course, uh, also this week we had the jobs report. So I've got my opinions on that as well that I will share. Uh, but let's welcome in co-host James Parker. No, thank you. Yes, thank J- you. James, welcome. Uh, great to have you here. And before we get into the jobs report, I want to talk about something that, you know, we, we do this show for passion, education, options. Um, and... Sometimes the conversations we have to have uh, aren't always rose petals, right? It's not always, you know, our job is to deliver facts based on data. Now, we do it with our humble opinions, which people seem to enjoy, which we appreciate that. That's why the Gumbo Nation continues to grow. But, you know, one of the things that we've had for years is the second look, James. And, you know, last night I was at the office uh to almost eight o'clock. And, you know, these are the things where I try not to get upset. You call it passion. Some people say I get a little uh, perturbed. Um, And at the end of the day, here last night to eight o'clock, because um, what what kills me about some of these folks that are out there, and I'm just trying to be politically correct, and lady... Single lady, four-year-old daughter, told she was pre-approved, led to believe throughout the whole entire loan process, James, that she was approved, right? Paid for inspections, paid for appraisals. That's one thing, right? People know if they're buying a house, there's expenses that come with it, right? And, you know, the reason why we never order an appraisal, James, until after we get the inspection back is... We want to make sure that our buyer continues to have the upper hand, right? And because if you're in inspections and then you got the appraisal back, the buyer, the seller knows, all right, well, they just dumped another 500 and something bucks, right? So, and we'll get into contingencies in, in another show on how, which basically is the outs that we help our buyers have. And sellers, there's contingencies for you too to get your outs. But here's a single lady, um, works at a pharmacy. Um, not a pharmacist, works at a pharmacy. Um, has had to work her tail off, get credit up. And this is all stuff that I've learned just yesterday when it came to me. And But being told she's pre-approved. And for those driving, you can't see me, uh, but I'm using air quotes. Pre-approved. And... We all know there's different levels of 
pre-qualified versus pre-approved. And if you're unsure, go to mortgagegumbo.com and go read up the big difference. But then there's even a level we do where we have it reviewed by the investor. And the reason I'm starting to show off with this, James, is it's tugging on my heart, man, because I love what I do. I love, there's nothing better than giving somebody the keys to a home. There's nothing better than when it's a refinance, showing them the quality of life that you're going to give them or giving them the cash to make that home into what they've wanted it to be. And last night, this young lady and her four-year-old, James, they're now homeless. And I don't mean under the bridge homeless, but it's probably to them, I'm sure it feels that way because their realtor sent them to a lender. This lender told them the entire time they were pre-approved, James. And what's even crazier is they went through the entire process, James, up until yesterday. And then finally, the lender told them, yeah, you're not, uh, you're not approved. I'm sorry, we have to turn you down. Not we can't close today, you're turned down. And what hurts my soul here is it took me, James, less than 30 minutes of talking to this lady, getting an application from her, running her credit, and asking questions, James, not filling in blue boxes on an online application. You know, we personalize the application, James. You know, you may start it online, but we personalize it. We're going to ask those questions. And this lady's busting her rear end. Like I said, she works for a pharmacy, and she has another little part-time job. And when it came down to it, the lender just took her at her word and unable to use that part-time income based on the program that they had her in. So it messed up the ratio. So now this lady is truly, is truly homeless right now. Look, dude, U-Haul, moving company, truck packed, everything, man. You know, apartment move, James. And so when we're talking about the snap, send, and save, or we're talking about going to mortgagegumbo.com and checking out the free second look, this is why we do it. Right? I had plans last night that I had to cancel. But at the end of the day, what bothers me more than anything is this. I had to tell her last night, James, that you know what? You can't buy this house. You can go get this house, this size house. But the house you were looking at, the house you thought you were moving into because of schools to help your daughter, you've overcome a lot of different things that we won't get into. You can't buy that house. So how long did these other charlatans take her on a ride? Oh, over a month, 45 month days. Process? Over 45 days. Oh, my God. And that is what is bothersome to me. And But that is what we are dealing with. And that is why when we come on this show and sometimes I get a little passionate and I get a little, uh, what is it? Is it boisterous or boisterous? Um, I don't know. I think boisterous. 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 Okay. That, that voice, that's not God. That's Dave the Corbier. But that, so boisterous. And because these are the things that keep me motivated. This, these are the things that make me want to, I mean, just put your arms around. And this is why when we do the free second look, this is why when, you know, I tell people we will do a free credit review for you. You know, let's take 24 hours to get your pre-approval versus somebody you out went under contract and you went to who you realtor told you to work with and they led them. And get this, the realtor's upset 
And what I asked the realtor was, will you use that lender again? Right? Because this is now your reputation. Right? Now I've got... That person said yes. Well, they, you know, well, you know, we won't even get into that. But not only is this their reputation, then I've got the seller calling me. All of a sudden, I became the most popular guy in the world. I'm Tom Brady all of a sudden. Right? And, and like I said, what hurts, pulls at me is a lot of times, man, I could throw that life raft out, man, or I can jump in the water and get them back to the shore. And on this one, I could get her a house, but it's not this one. And those are the things you got your apartments packed up, your lease is over, your, you know, and that was the thing too. It was supposed to close the end of June, right? They, they just kept pushing this thing. So the lady was out of her lease as of June, you know, so now she's back in a hotel. Now she's got to try to find where is she going to put her storage? It's a whole big thing. That's more of an expense. And she's like, how did you know this in 30 minutes? I'm like, because I took time to ask you the question. She goes, you asked me things that nobody else even asked in 40 something days. I said, because the difference is I take this personally. You're not a number on a piece of paper. Whether I'm helping somebody buy a $1.5 million home, James, or $180,000 home, they are the only loan, the only client that matters when I'm working with them. Period. They'll never know the difference. You know, here's something I've learned that's a problem, not with you, Dwayne, but with your industry. And really, a lot of, a lot of industries have this problem is for the people that made the mistake in your scenario, what is their negative consequences? They may Zero. have out on some fees or commissions or whatever, but it didn't cost them anything. They're not the ones who are homeless. They're not the ones who have to go get a storage unit in a hotel. They're not the ones who have to look at their daughter and be like, sorry, four-year-old, we're homeless now. Mom let you down. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, shucks, I missed the commission. Well, on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, and you know, the scramble starts – and, uh, you know, and that's why, you know, for realtors out there, for you, be careful right now. There's a lot of folks who are just trying to hang on. And they're hoping that, you know, they can just hang on. And at the end of the day, certain people, the strong are going to survive in this industry. And then for you who's looking at purchasing, how many times have we said, it's, you got to be brave right now. You need to make sure when you're doing that, that realtor you're choosing, that team we talked about last week, right? The phases of home ownership and picking your team. You got to make sure that you got credible people. Ask for proof of success. Do some research. Trust but verify. And know your instincts. You know, trust those instincts and understand. So, that's why we've got the free second look, James. It's important. And, but that's something, man, that, that just tugged at me. And, uh, you know, so I, I wanted to share that because it's becoming just all too often right now. Right? Just all hey, too often. You remember that phase in life when you were making the jump from apartment living to owning a home. Yes. And you're thinking, hey, yes, I'm back to middle class. Yes. This is great. Yes. Yeah, man, what what a kick in the gut that would be to say, nope, you're not middle class just yet. Go back to the working class. Well, or, hey, like I said, what bothers me is I wasn't able to throw that life raft and say, hey, listen, we can get this done. Call the seller and go give me about 10 days and I'll get this wrapped up for you. Unfortunately, they can't even qualify for that, that size home. So now it's a whole different thing. Right. It's preschools were being, you know, uh, getting enrolled in preschool. So it's a whole big nightmare. But that's why we got the free second look. That's why you got to go to Mortgage Gumbo Dad Cam. See about that free second look before you make that move, whether it's a purchase, a refinance or anything like that. And also snap, send and save Dad Cam. On the other side of the break, we got some mid-year projections. And then that jobs report came out this week. You're probably going to agree with me. It's just too much reporting, man. We don't know what to believe, right? So we'll share, give you my opinions on that. 
You listen to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. Mortgage rates are going lower. So here's a fun fact. Every 1% that interest rates drop, 5 million more buyers enter the market. This is your competition when purchasing a home. At MortgageGumbo.com, we guarantee our buyers up to $5,000. With lower mortgage rates, let's chat. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliment. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Need a home loan? Where do I go? That's easy to do, known as Mortgage Gumbo. Education and options for you to see. Visit Snapson and say, Dad Cam, the cost is free. He'll get you a quote based on your needs. You'll tell your friends. It's such a breeze. Now try for yourself so you can see if purchasing or refinancing is right for thee. Visit Snapson and save Dad Cam. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. And the Fed has stopped raising rates. Finally, this means mortgage interest rates are going lower. This is welcome news for home buyers just like yourself ready to enter the market or current homeowners who are ready to refinance out of that higher interest rate mortgage. Let's have a free chat today by visiting MortgageGumbo.com. Oh, nice. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. Hey, if you want to join the show, 504-260-0995, or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. Uh, still to come on the show, we've got project predictions uh, early year or uh, what they were predicting, a lot of the uh Big companies in there, what were they saying that the interest rates were going to end the year at? And then we got mid-month. How much did that change? Um, if rates continue to be where they're at, uh, should I buy? So we'll, we'll play a little bit of a uh, disagree or agree with that. And then, um, you know, let's get into, uh, James, I want to talk about there's so much data out there, right? And now, listen, anybody could have a radio show, right? Anybody could have a podcast. Anybody could put data out there. But it's sifting through what's real versus what isn't. What's crazy is up until the last, uh, let's even say, up until the pandemic, up at, whether you were naive, blind, no clue, you got up, you, you went to make an a, 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 a honest wage, and you believed that, hey, let me work my tail off and, and, and good will come from that, right? And we tended to believe what we heard. Not that we were sheep. But you kind of just went along with things. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is, man, these, these reports, this reporting, and you and I do a ton behind the scenes to make sure we bring to our, our, our audience, the Gumbo Nation, the most factual stuff that we can get, right? I mean, you know, we can't sit here and tell you, home's your most valuable asset, and then we just start puking out whatever. And I think that's what separates us and where the the genuineness and why the Gumbo Nation trusts us and and me with with their most valuable asset. But, you know, this week, 
you know, we kind of get part of sort of, you know, um, inside the numbers are, you know, the jobs report this week, ADP came out on Thursday. And I don't know why, like 250,000 is the number, weekly job number. I don't know why. I don't care why. Like why that's the number that they look at. Well, if we're over 250, that's great. If we're under, ooh, I don't know. But we're only at 240, so it's not that bad. Yeah, the thought process behind that, because I spent too much time in financial news, is between 180 and 200,000 is sort of the agreed on number where unemployment keeps up with population growth, you know, immigrants and new births versus deaths. Yeah. And so if you're getting 180 to 200,000, you're not going you're not going up or down in unemployment rate. You're 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 keeping pace. You kind of so maintain you have to do above that to actually make gains. Anything below that, even if you have positive job growth, is a net loss because you're not keeping up with the increase in population. Okay, so so good, but it's a number, right? For wh- wh- whatever reason, and I'm of the opinion there's just there because there's no vetting, and anybody could put out anything, and. We're not in a position where everybody's rowing in the same direction. Because what a country this would be if we were. You get a report like ADP that comes out on Thursday that says 500,000 jobs created. And you hear that on, and you're like, my gosh, destroyed it. That's amazing. Well, the market reacts. Go go see what your stocks did on Thursday. Right? The market reacts to it. The bond market, which is the real estate market, reacted to it. A goofy jobs report. And I don't mean goofy as we want everybody to have jobs and all that. Y'all know where I'm going there. But when you start to dig into this, James... You start to find out the word. I can't come up with an, another word outside of manipulation, man. Well, I think I have a good metaphor that'll make sense because in, in this modern era, this we have never had economies going all the way back to the ancient Egyptians stacking up pyramids where we had six million job openings and what, you know, uh, not enough people to fill them. Right. So, so our problem here in the modern There's world. There's 1.6. Is, it's funny you brought that up because I heard that this week. 1.6 job openings for every person that's unemployed right now. Yeah, and looking. Right. So this has never happened before, not just in human history, in American history until recently. And so I think the closest metaphor that we're, we're watching the rest of the world find out, because Germany and there's other places going through this as well. Is the same thing that the modern society has with food to where back in the old days, any food was good food. We didn't have enough food to go around. There was always people starving. There was never enough food for everyone. And then finally, we got technology to a place that the opportunities were so great that everyone had access to food. Everyone had plenty of food and no one was starving. In fact, now we're getting freaking fat and we're getting to the point now to where, no, not all food is good food. Yeah, I, I don't care if you have enough food. Are you eating junk food? Are you eating the bottom of the barrel, high fructose corn syrup with a bunch of cornmeal mashed in it and some citric acid? Or are you eating fresh vegetables? Are you eating proper lean proteins? Are you eating meat? You know, And so what we have now is all jobs are not good jobs. 500,000 people going back to work flipping burgers is not what's going to drive this economy forward. We need them doing smarter things. We need them doing more productive things. We need them working in robotics and working in AI and working in this new technologies, whether it's cybersecurity or data data analytics, or hell, even being a salesperson for a radio station, something that's more productive. And and an opportunity to earn a good wage, right? And and, 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 and you're spot on there because what happens is then yesterday – a true measure, what I look at is the BLS report comes out and 209,000 jobs were created in June. Well, then that that is a footnote, James, that's next to that is the lowest employment in a month since December of 2020. So how the day before one piece of data can say half million jobs, and the next day we get the reporting, 
And then not only that, what you'll never see out there is April and May jobs got reduced by 110,000. So not only were those reports down when we talked about them, they've, they've brought it down another 110,000 people don't have the jobs that they thought. Well, and, and, and here's where it gets, um, where I want to pull my hair out, is the unemployment rate now sits at 3.6%, which, historically speaking, uh, and just through your lifetime, that would be a fantastic number. Right. Last month, it was 3.7%. Uh, in April, it was 3.4%. A year ago, 3.6%. So we've been stuck under 4% this whole time that this economy, we know the economy's dragging. We know it's not up and running. This is not a Carl Lewis. This isn't even a, a decent sprint. This is, this is an economy that's barely limping along, and we have unemployment numbers that are in the threes. All right, so that number doesn't mean anything anymore. Uh, it, it doesn't do anybody any good to have these lives just pumped out. What, what is going to have to evolve out of this is they're either going to stop uh, manipulating the numbers, probably not going to happen, or we're going to have to look at another metric. And it's not number of jobs or job openings. It's going to be quality of jobs because how productive – are these people because uh, you know a million Americans flipping burgers is not going to create the kind of wealth as a million Americans who are you know putting together a, a computer network or but I don't even mind I don't even mind and then, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap it on it I don't even mind the folks who are out flipping the burgers what kills me is this 500,000 jobs is they're counting the young lady who's making me a snowball or seasonal employee right the, the, the referee who's doing soccer games, right? Yeah. The, the kid on Friday night doing the flag football league. Those right. are the, that's what's. It's not what's, quantity, it's quality of jobs that we have. A that's right. With. And that, so that's what's upsetting. Yet they use this measure and guess what? What will this affect now? Well, now you can get a 25 basis point rate hike minimum. Minimal. And they'll use that to to get this rate hike. And and that's fine. We told you there's gonna be two more. We I still am hoping of the belief that hey, okay, when he says one to two more, that means maybe we're at the end. But that's what this kind of stuff affects. And again, it comes back to us circling back, James going, let your program work. Your program's working. Your program is working. So don't manipulate things and make things tougher on people. It's already tough for us out there, for a lot of folks. Don't make it any tougher. Your program's working. You don't have to, you won. You won the race. So are you upset because you didn't set the Olympic record? You don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, you won the race. You're winning. Take the wins and quit beating us up on this certain stuff. So that's on the jobs report. Look, I hate to get kind of opinionated, but look, that's why you listen. I want you to know why when you see rates and different things like that. Hey, on the other side of the break, we got predictions. What were predictions? And uh, hey, if these rates stay up, should you buy? Should you? I don't know. We'll talk about it. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 500-490-495. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Fleur-de-Lis Law and Title to the Total Home Authority. Fleur-de-Lis Law and Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDLTitle.com. Where you at, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein, and I'm a proud yak. 
So since it takes one to know one, as your yacht leader, I want y'all to know with rising rates and mortgage industry concerns, we got this. I've seen this and helped thousands time and time again through these same obstacles in the past. This yacht's gonna guide you. So visit the site thousands of your fellow yachts visit with no cost or no obligation, just answers. Snap, send, and save dad cam. It's that easy. Hello, Gumbo Nation. This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. Mortgage rates are going lower. So here's a fun fact. Every 1% that interest rates drop, 5 million more buyers enter the market. This is your competition when purchasing a home. At MortgageGumbo.com, we guarantee our buyers up to $5,000. With lower mortgage rates, let's chat. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Need a home loan? Where do I go? That's easy to do, known as Mortgage Gumbo. Education and options for you to see. Visit Snapson and say, Dad Cam, the cost is free. He'll get you a quote based on your needs. You'll tell your friends. It's such a breeze. Now try for yourself so you can see if purchasing or refinancing is right for thee. Visit Snapson and say, Dad Cam. The views of Dwayne Stein are for entertainment purposes only and are not necessarily those of Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. is NMLS number 3029. Dwayne Stein is NMLS number 175109. To verify licensing, please visit NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. is an equal housing opportunity lender. All programs, rates, and terms discussed on this program are subject to change, subject to certain restrictions, and subject to underwritten approval. For additional information on any of the programs discussed, please call 504 207 Oh, good movie. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Steiner right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. Still to come on the show, we're going to talk about those predictions. Beginning of the year, where would rates end by the quote-unquote experts? And mid-year, where will they end? I mean, why would it change? If you're an expert and you thought, hey, this is where it's going to be, you, you know all the data, you should know. So, what's, the, what's the term for this? Because there's fact checking. This is like prediction checking. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And then also, uh, you know, hey, agree, disagree? Should I buy if rates stay higher? Should I wait? What's the cost of waiting? What is the cost of waiting to buy? Let's do our weekly segment we like to call Rate Watch. Great Watch is brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's America's first handcrafted vodka. It is absolutely delicious. 30-year conventional, 7.14. That jobs report put a little hurting on us there on uh, Thursday, uh, and it actually came down quite a bit. Uh, it got up to 7 and a quarter, but 7.14, 15-year, 6.50, so stayed pretty much in line. FHA in line, 6.85. Jumbo, 6.95. VA682, 5-1 arm, 7.10. So 5-1 arm, 7.10 versus 30-year fix, 7.14. There's a reason why I'm emphasizing that. We'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. So let's kind of talk about, um, you know, hey, predictions, right? And, you know, look, we, we, we acknowledge interest rates on this show. We don't sit here and try to fluff or do anything like that. You know, when people call, hey, what are your rates right now? Uh, hey, they're, uh, they're high. You know, uh, the one reason why people do come to us, though, James, and they take advantage of that free second look is, you know, what people are understanding is, call me. I've got 30-plus investors all in-house. Instead of calling 10 different people, call me. I'll give you those different options. I was able to show somebody yes, uh, this week, uh, saved him $11,000, right, in fees. Another person, I was able to save him a half a percent on an interest rate in $3,000 in fees, right? By just going out and looking at, and one of them, guess what? It was the same quote that they got from the same investor, but because of the volume we do in-house, right? We don't have to pay for that brick and mortar. We don't have to do all those things. So the half a percent cheaper going with me versus calling around and using that local local bank. So, but let's kind of get into, so Fannie Mae, uh, that's one of our GSEs, government service entities. They do a lot of loans. Uh, Fannie Mae in January predicted 6%. 
They're now project. They came out last week and they are predicting that it's going to end at 6.3%. Okay. Keep in mind, I just said 7.14, 6.3. Okay. Freddie, the other GSE, same thing. 6%. They're saying 6.4%. So they've gone up by a half a percent. But I don't think there's anybody out there right now that wouldn't take 6.3 or 6.4, considering we're saying 7% right now. See, right. Now, is that necessarily an inaccurate prediction, or was it just off by a hair? No, I don't that... think – no, no. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think it's, it's, uh, it's off by any means. No, I mean, it's, it's a half a percent right. here or there. And there's changes, right? I mean, you, you know, you don't – again, think about these folks in January trying to predict what – the Fed, the jobs reports, all these kind of, you know, they don't know what to take into consideration here. Uh, MBA, that's Mortgage Bankers, uh, Bankers Association, uh, predicted 5.2%. Now they're saying 5.8%. I, I would, what I would have to say there is scratch them off. You're lost. You're wrong. I think that was wishful thinking by a bunch of uh, mortgage folks who are um, probably had a good 20 and 21 Went out and bought cars and boats, new leather jackets, nice alligator skin boots, and a little bit of wishful thinking there. Well, and they are literally a PR arm for the mortgage industry, so Correct. take that with a grain. Right. National Association of Realtors in January predicted 5.7%. They're now predicting 6%. Okay. Uh, Realtor.com was at 7%. They're now saying 7.4. Ooh, look at them. Yeah. So kind of, you know, spot on right now. Six point Redfin, 6.1%. There's an online uh, real estate brokerage. Uh, I've heard of them. What are they? They're like a Century 21 or something? Yeah, but they're online. They're online-based, right? They have local agents in the market, but they do a lot of online, like, James goes, wants to look at a house, boom, they'd set you up with an agent in that zip code type of deal, right? Okay. Uh, so a formidable player, no doubt about it. Uh, January said 6.1, now saying 5.8%. And then a few others. Bank of America uh, is saying that the, the year is going to end at 5.25%. And Realtor.com, which Realtor.com is now, but their economist is saying 6%. So... Their economist believes uh, a point, 1.4% less than what Realtor.com uh, is projecting. So, look, here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that if you take all those and you look at it, by the end of the year, we should be at around 6.5%. Then, you know, that's a half a percent lower than where we are right now. That gets us into an election year when all the gloves, more than likely, everything like that comes off. I know that's your um, theory, the James theory, is nobody's going to care about anything once January, once election year hits. Yeah, right? basically in January of any four-year presidential election cycle, you're going to see deficit spending go through the roof. Uh, certain groups are going to get some sort of handout or at least an attempt at a, at a handout. You know, like you sign an executive order, right. leaving student loan debt. Whether or not it actually happens is another thing. But this is when all the goodies get passed out, out. And this is when the Federal Reserve has a weird habit of just slamming the interest rate down to zero. So the voters <laughs> go into uh, the, the voting booth on an economic sugar high. So well, both of those things. And, that, yeah. and you know what? And that's what we'll see. Right, and, and that's, it's great for rates. It's great for rates. Well, I and and, time. and that's where, and that's why, sort of, that's going to lead us into what our our topic is: is do you wait? Do you wait to buy? Right. I mean, no, that's kind of where this leads to. So, but that's you know. So look, not a, a, a few tweaks. What I what I like to tell Gavin is, you know, uh, when we're talking about baseball, like, hey, listen, um, the machine's running. So let's just tighten a few things up. We don't have to reinvent it, right? We don't have to do a full oil change. Let's just maybe tighten up a little screw here or there, um, which is a nice way of saying 
chill out just because you had one bad day at the plate or this or that. We don't have to go changing everything up. So I'm okay with where they're at. I think a little bit of these are wishful thinking, but look, um, you know, being between six and a quarter and six and a half by the end of the year, uh, I think that would be uh, welcome. Let's hope Realtor uh, is off there. Um, I've always thought that this is an interesting category of people to talk about, the cost of waiting to buy. Yeah. Uh, because I've been in both scenarios where I was making the house, uh, I was making the first house purchase, so I was going to go from renting to buying, and I really could time it out. I didn't have to make a jump. I didn't have a time horizon. I was like, well, when are conditions correct, and when is my credit in order, and when do I have enough money piled up? Uh, but the, the second time I bought a house, I was not in that category. Uh, my wife got a job in another state and so we are moving period point blank end of story i don't care if the interest rate is four percent seven percent twelve percent i was going to buy a house i, I might have bought a smaller house um uh, but i i'm interested to, to go back and these people that actually have the ability to time it out um i have a totally different mindset now than when i was in that position well and and let me let me put it this way before we get into this topic okay Everybody's situation is different. And there is no clear-cut strategy. That, that's why the young lady that we talked about in the first segment is homeless right now. There is no clear-cut strategy because at the end of the day, the market that we're in with today's high market uh, mortgage rates, right? You making a move and everything that we're going to talk about here is still at the end of the day, and I tell clients when I talk to them, my job is to present you with the options. At the end of the day, you hired me to give you the options. You're still the boss, right? You're still the decision maker. And so depending on what your goals are, what is your budget? What is your personal situation? These are all the reasons why we tell you every Saturday and, and, and uh, you know, on all our streaming and all that is why you need to be talking to a professional so you can find out, right? So, again, want to make sure we reiterate, we'll, we'll, we'll get on these on the other side of the break, but I understand every situation is different. But make sure that you're, when you're working with someone, and they're, they're presenting you, they're giving you options that you can make the decision on, right? I may not believe that putting down 20% right now makes sense, but it doesn't mean you don't have to, right? So I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. So on the other side of the break, what is the cost of waiting? James has put together a couple questions for me. We're going to get into these and we'll, we'll kind of cover them and maybe it'll help give you some of the clarity, right? During these unique times. Should I buy? I don't know. Rates stink. Low inventory. Let, we'll talk about all that on the other side of the break. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. Schmuck, 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 muck. A telly, a telly. Gumbo Nation helps spread the word to avoid those online lenders and banks we call smuckatellies. Rates may be on the rise, but now more than ever, you need a trusted mortgage advisor who can offer options that make sense to your family's needs. At Mortgage Gumbo, we save order taking for fast food drive throughs Visit MortgageGumbo.com to see if buying or refinancing is right for you. MortgageGumbo.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein. It's my pleasure to welcome Floor Delee Law and Title to the Total Home Authority. Florida Lee Law and Title is your hometown team for real estate closings and all your essential legal services. Jeff and his vetted team of attorneys can help you with any legal services you may need. If I trust them, you can too. To find an office near you, visit FDLTitle.com. That's FDLTitle.com. Wow, that's awesome. So smooth. 
Hi, this is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. In those phrases, I get to hear daily from my mortgage clients. But when I get away from the office, America's original craft vodka, Tito's, draws the same compliments. So take a sip, relax, and conquer the world with a fresh beverage that includes Tito's. It's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein with MortgageGumbo.com. And the Fed has stopped raising rates. Finally, this means mortgage interest rates are going lower. This is welcome news for home buyers just like yourself ready to enter the market or current homeowners who are ready to refinance out of that higher interest rate mortgage. Let's have a free chat today by visiting MortgageGumbo.com. Oh, that's a great one. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. Hey, listen, uh, chatting on the stream with Streamer, if if you want to speak to me, my day job, 504-207-7600. Always got somebody standing by. Or you could also shoot me an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. Cam info at mortgagegumbo.com. All right, James, let's sort of get into um, talking about, because look, this is a big question. Should I wait, right? And I'm not even going to get into, everybody knows, look, we've got calculators that can show you, and we do this for folks, you know, the cost of waiting. But you kind of put together what I thought was some interesting questions um, on, just based on, as a consumer, as a consumer, right? Just different things that we've gotten, uh, you know, through email and stuff like that. So let's kind of go on well, the on these. The, and- the most obvious question on should should I wait is, what's the difference on if if I wait and rates do go down and I magically get to jump on it at the perfect point? <clears throat> the the trade off is the equity I would be building in the meantime. So how does that math work out from someone who who writes mortgages every day? Um, the money I would save on future payments versus the equity I would miss out by waiting. W- what does that ratio even look like? Yeah, well, it's not in your favor. And that's one of the calculators, ironically, we do is the cost of waiting. We'll take, hey, if you put down 10% right now and what the future value of your home's going to be versus waiting to get that 5.5% interest rate on that house. Because the house that you're buying today at 250 when rates go to 5%, it will not be 250 It will not be. It's going to be more. So there's going to be an adjustment for that. You can't go, all right, 250 now, no way I'm buying at 7%. I'll wait and at 250 at, the 250 at 5.5% is your $210,000 house right now. Your 250 house is 300 grand. That's what we're trying to, I guess that's an easier way to help people understand what you're getting. Oh yeah, you'll be, affordability will be more intact. But the person with three and a half percent ain't selling their two hundred thousand dollar house at two hundred now. Now they're selling it at two fifty because the house they're they're now willing to sell. They got to go get more money to go move into that next house, that move up buy, so to speak. So that's the difference there. And you know, there's the old saying, "Hey, wait broke the bridge." And again, this isn't for everybody. Like I said in in, in the previous block, you know, this is just when we're looking at these things. How do you know? Let's look at it. Let's run some numbers for you to get you an idea. And the other thing is, too, that's why at Mortgage Gumbo, we have buy now, refinance later. Right? Marry the house, date the rate. We've been talking about that for over a year. Well, I also offer buy now, refinance later, meaning we understand that right now when you buy, you're going to have to refinance. Well, the one thing I can control is what my fees are. So when you buy with us now, when you come back and refinance with us, there's no lender fees. I waive those for you, right? I'm not sitting here going, oh yeah, do that. And then I'm going to get you again. I'll get you again in six to eight months. I'm waiving my fees because I understand I'm a consumer. So I get it. So All right, what if I'm delaying buying a house right now because I want to save up for a larger down payment? You know, larger down payment means I'm not underwater. It means my monthly payment's going to be lower. And I think I would just be in a better situation if I held off to save for a bigger down payment. It's, it's the same thing when you're looking at uh, waiting for the rates to go down, right? Cash is always going to be king. 
So my philosophy is, um, you know, when I'm looking at this, is what is the end goal? How long are you going to be in the house? What are you looking to do, right? Is it an investment property versus a primary residence? So that's the things that we've got to look at. What I want everybody to understand is today's rates and margins, and this is kind of getting into the weeds here, you don't get like you were a couple years ago when, you know, you were getting a whole percent off if you went to a 15-year term, right? I mean, look, right now, 7.14 on a 30, 15 is 6.50. But even more than that, when you start looking at down payment, you're not getting that 7% putting down 10, 10% or 20%. The rate's not that big of a difference to come up with that money out of pocket. So hold on to those funds. Go create a little escrow account at your bank. What I show people is, and let that money that you are going to put down, use that money to make your payment for the next year until rates do recede, and it really don't cost you anything. That's how we're winning there. So saving for that down payment, that's not something that, uh, that's, again, comes down. But I can show you that, and I can show you those calculations. Yeah, and you kind of slid into my, my next question on uh, I'm waiting, I'm delaying, because I'm, I'm looking for a loan with a shorter term, and I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, I mean, that, that right now, I don't, I don't think a 15-year term makes any sense at all. Because you're going to refinance, You're right? refinancing. There's not a person out there. There's not somebody out there that right now I'm going to go, hey, listen, I could give you 6.50, and you're going to pay that for the next 15 years. You're just not, period. Right. I mean, yeah. Like you can go ahead and budget that in. But when it gets down to four and a half, you're going to be calling Dwayne. That's right. Absolutely. Or I'm going to be calling you if you were to do that anyway. We're not going to wait. Right. So, you know, those are the things that you got to look at there. So, no, 15 year is not a way to go right now. All right. What if I'm the guy that's uh, waiting to buy a home right now because I want to improve my credit score? I know I can get a better term or a better loan or a better monthly payment or if I get my credit score up. And that's why I'm waiting. So what I would ask you is where are you getting these scores from and how do you know? We help clients all the time that think they do not qualify. I've got a lady right now that was turned down, was told her credit wasn't where it needs to be, comes to us. We're able to show with a couple hundred bucks. What we can do, we get their score to qualify. So how do you know? Where are you getting that information? There's a reason why everybody's, the Gumbo Nation is growing because people go share. And that's why we offer the free second look. That's why we do the snaps and save where it's a soft pull on your credit. How do you know? So don't let credit, credit does not intimidate me on my team over here. I've been dealing with it for 30 years. There's nobody better. Had to tell a lady this week that came to me, went to one of these credit repair companies, James, and guess what happened? They misled her. She spent thousands of dollars on something that I could have fixed with a hard box. One minute. Uh, for the people who know that they're going to refi in the next couple of years, they just have to buy now. Is there any point in buying down the interest rate? Not really. No. And I mean, we have those conversations. Listen, it's not fun for me to tell somebody, hey, your rate's going to be seven and a quarter. But I'm also not going to charge you like some of these online companies a point or two to get you to 695 or 675. You're never going to recoup your money, folks. So let's have those conversations. Buying down rates, putting down extra money is just not something we should be doing right now. That's what we were doing in 20 and 21, but not right now. You need to make sure that your lender and whoever you hire has the ability to show you those different options you deserve them 10 go out this week spread the news mortgage gumbo dad cam till next week gumbo nation keep stir in the pot <laughs> <laughs>